Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, as we look back over the last 12 months, Fidelity says two of every three Americans experienced some kind of financial setback in 2020. So help us out. Any advice how we might bounce back from that and make 2021 better? Sure. So we recently just sent out our um, 2020 market recap letter to all of our clients. Um, And one thing I was kind of talking about in there is 2021 and the three catalysts for growth of 2021. So first one is low interest rates. So interest rates have to stay low to kind of keep the economy going. So think about all the refinancing we can do. Um, people buying, you know, more expensive homes, easier borrowing, um, cheaper credit. Um, number two is government stimulus. So we just they just passed another bill for government stimulus. I think it was nine hundred billion um, direct payments to us or Americans, um, six hundred dollars each. We can discuss that. But, um, <laughs> there's so there's other government stimulus that then just comes to us individually. So they are propping up the economy by way of printing money. And then number three is vaccines. So as these vaccines roll out, as hopefully the pandemic gets better, um, those are our three catalysts for growth in 2021. So with all those combined, you know, hopefully we see a more positive 2021 with a lot less volatility, although it will still be there. It's primed for growth. Well, the one thing I can't wait is getting 2020 in the rearview mirror. (laughs) It's really close. So, you know, we have... that and then I think we'll finally really officially know you won't have to hedge your bet on it, Luke. I think we'll actually know who the president really is. You know, I think we'll know. Um, well, is it really Joe Biden? Is it Donald Trump? We'll find out. And, um, you know, you still got a few congressmen out there fighting the battle. You still got a few uh, people in the um, House of Representatives fighting the battle. So we'll see what happens. But 90 um, percent chance, you know, that is probably going to be Biden. But it's funny to see that still dragging on. And we're now almost January. It's just amazing. I have some friends that live up in Atlanta and they talk about how the Senate ads are nonstop. You try to watch a football game on a Saturday or a Sunday and every ad during every single commercial break is for one of the four that are running for the two Senate seats. And, you know, it's one of those things for Atlanta. Oh, good. Good thing to be in Florida. And I want to go back to something you said a minute ago, uh, Luke, about the $600 stimulus check. Are you not a fan of that? I'm a fan of that. I don't think it's enough. Um, I think, you know, if the bill they're doing is 900 billion, you know, the last one was in the trillions, you know, where's all this money going? It's not going to individuals who are struggling, who may be out of work. You know, it's going to corporations, to airlines, to, I mean, local, you know, state and city governments. New York government, California government, those kind of things. Right. If we put money into the hands of people who need it, that's a better stimulus, in my opinion, than bailing big buyouts. Now, I agree something needs to be done for the airlines, and a lot of that money is supposed to take their employees off of furlough and hire them back. But, you know, are there strings attached? Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Um, so we'll see, but definitely more you to the You sound a little cynical. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right? The government doesn't spend our money well. You mean we spend our money better than the government spends our money? I mean, you think if, if I had a printer in my closet, I'd spend <laughs> like the government. I do not. So I'm trying to stay out of debt, unlike them. But um, yeah, amen to that. Yeah. If you remember before the election, um, Trump said, if you get a bill in front of me that sends a payment directly to the people, I will sign it. 
cut out all this extra fluff, cut out all whatever else we're doing, send money to Americans, and they couldn't figure out a way to get him something to sign. So the bickering, the too much politics mm-hmm. going on, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there struggling still. Yeah, and Trump even had said, you know, we'll send $2 trillion, but if you're going to send it to the people of the country, you know, he wants the American people, the people that have been out of jobs or got furloughed or got unemployed, you know, get another unemployment stimulus, get the things in the hands of the people. So the people that have been hurt, that have been hit by the COVID and all these shutdowns. And we're talking about shutdowns in California and New York that are actually causing restaurants and people to leave the state with their business. It's, it's pretty amazing to watch. So thank goodness our system is set up where if you don't like where you live and you don't like the state you're in because of onerous regulation and onerous type of government controls, you can leave and move to another state. Um, but man, we're, we're literally, we've seen an exodus the last six months of the citizens of the states of New York and California leave like crazy. But now we're starting to see businesses move. You know, we've seen Tesla move. We've seen all kinds of things happen, but we were talking about even to the mom and pop shops are literally moving their businesses now to other states and are going to open up their business in another state. Here with Art McPherson on the Art of Money and artofmoneyradio.com that, you know, we feel like we've been playing catch up this whole time, trying to get these stimulus checks rolling, trying to do the best with what we've been given during the pandemic. But there was a survey that said average American starts saving retirement at the age of 27. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sitting there going, if I knew then what I know now, this would be a lot different. But is it really ever too late to save for retirement? It's never too late. And back to your point of 27, that actually seems younger than I would have expected um, because we see all sorts of, you know, all sorts of clients, all sorts of walks of life come into the office and different savers, different spenders. Um, But the, the earlier you can save, obviously, the better. But to answer your question, it's never too late to save. Um, you're gonna have. To, you're gonna need something. Um, Social Security is more than likely not going to be enough for you to live off of, unless you have no debt, and you you know you don't travel that much because it's not a whole lot. It wasn't. Social Security was not designed to be your only retirement source. It was designed to kind of give you a floor, give you something in retirement that you've paid for, um, you know, over your careers, but. So we have different clients, of course, of all ages, but in the later stages, you know, we, we still have accumulators. You know, if you're an accumulator, your portfolio looks different than if you're retired and you've already saved. So we can create that portfolio here, whether you're accumulating, whether you need retirement income, no matter what your plan is here, we've seen it, we've done it before, and we can create one for you. You asked the question, the million dollar question, is it too late to start if I'm 40? Is it too late to start when I'm 50? Is it too late to start when I'm 55? The answer is no, because even if you're 50, if you can wait and retire at 70, because you just literally did not save anything, you you were busy raising your kids, raising your family, keeping up with the Joneses, and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get ready for retirement. Well, we can if we can get you to pay off a car, pay off another car, and all of a sudden use that money you're going into car payments for a while and turn that into investment money, $500 over 20 years, if you're starting at zero, is worth a half a million dollars in 20 years at normal market growth. You get $1,000 a month, so if we pay off both of your cars and you're saving both of those car payments, and then all of a sudden we got a million dollars in 20 years. So it's definitely very doable. It helps when you're 27, mm-hmm. because if you start then, you can start with 100 bucks or $200 when you don't have the $500 a month to throw aside, and it'll accumulate even more than the person who started, you know, 10, 15 years later because the power of that compounding. But it always helps to start. You definitely want to get going and, and it doesn't matter when you want to just make sure you start saving money, even if you never did prior to 
today. So, the, Art, I want to go back to that for a second. We said at the age of 27, putting 100 bucks to the side. What is the motivation for that? I know you said because we need to start growing it right now. But what do I tell my kids, my grandkids that are around that 25 to 30 age range? How do I convince them that now is the time to do it? Because when we were in our 20s, nothing's going to happen to me ever. But what's the best advice you can tell them? at that age to start saving for retirement. You just basically want to live on 90% of your income and you save that extra 10% for tires for your car, or maybe you want to get, you know, just a, a saving bucket to spend initially, even if you just use that kind of a fin- scenario for your kids when they're young, um, just try to get them interested in it and say, hey, you can maybe even do as a parent a match. You know, you save 50 bucks, I'll give you 25 bucks, kind of like what the employers do, and be like, I'll match it and we'll open in a Fidelity account or a Schwab account or a TD trade account or a Robinhood account. We'll do some, we'll put your money in a mutual fund and just get them interested in saving. And then they can see the power of that interest over time. Because if you have them doing it in the bank, it's kind of boring. You know, it doesn't, it's okay, dad, we put a hundred bucks in there. It's worth a hundred dollars and 10 cents. Woohoo. But you put a hundred bucks in a mutual fund and at the end of the year, they can say that made 10 bucks. They're like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, my money actually made money for me and I didn't actually add anything to it. And it it starts to get them interested in saving, how things can accumulate and grow and how that can start working over time. Right. So something that the government has done that I agree with, (laughs) they've done a lot of things I'm not bashing, uh, is the catch up provisions in your 401k. So if you're over 50, you have the ability to put more money into your 401k than before you were 50. And it's called the catch up 401k contribution. You have the same thing with an IRA, with a Roth IRA, a catch-up contribution if you're older that is designed to answer your question. Hey, is it too late to save? No, and you can actually save more money now because you're older. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 